Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. In the bullpen today, my dear brother from another mother, politically misguided, yes, Shelly Winter, 95.5 WSB, radio superstar and noted conservative. Shelly, good day, welcome. What's going on, my brother? Congratulations on all your success, my brother. Thank you, dear brother. Wish I could say the same for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, congratulations to you too, man. <laughs> Got your that one, Shelly. I walked into that one. You walked into, into it, brother. I walked you, into that you know, one. Don't worry, you'll give it back to me. Kudos. All right. Oh, I, oh, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm yeah, waiting. I know you wait just for the right moment. <laughs> All right. How's it going, brother? I'm doing good, brother. You doing yes, well? Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, Shelly and our friends, most who watch the program are aware that he is on the right. I'm on the left, uh, naturally. We're going to talk about the Tyree Nichols um, killing. What this means for policing and specifically, what should this mean for police reform? Because according to Republicans, it shouldn't mean much of anything. I don't want to assume what you believe about the sentiment of police reform and the killing of Tyree Nichols. So if you would, dear sir, give us your sentiment and I will then opine. Oh, I, I, I think we're we're all on the same page on this from the standpoint of this was a disgusting act. Um, it was thugs, animal behavior by animals and thugs. Whether you know the fact that they're cops, uh, police officers made it that much worse. But I mean, this is this is sickening what we saw. Um, as far as police reform, most Republicans are for police reform. They're for more training. Uh, they're for funding of more training. The, the hang up in the George Floyd Act with most Republicans seems to be, and this is based on me talking to the likes of Tim Scott and others, uh, has to do with qualified immunity. Um, I, I go back and forth quite honestly. I get qualified immunity. I don't like it as a small government conservative. I feel the people should be completely able to sue their government for whatever reasons. But I do understand that as soon as you get rid of qualified immunity for police officers, you're gonna have a slew of 1-800-CALL-ME lawyer ads saying, have you been arrested for driving drunk? Call me so we can sue the police. So I go back and forth on it, but most Republicans are not against police reform. I think that's a mischaracterization. Let me talk about that. Because I think I may be able to convince you to come on the other side of the fence and give me an opportunity to do so. When you know the origin of a thing, you can then determine the nature of a thing. The origin of qualified immunity was to create a barrier between cops in the South in particular, who were committing violence against black people in the movement and whites that supported the movement. And so this concept, this doctrine, this judicial doctrine of qualified immunity begun. And it was to protect the physical assets of the police officer's ownings, the home, the vehicle, etc. And it successfully did so. So now you have a completely different set of rules for a government worker that cannot apply to anyone else. So that's number one, the origin of a thing can tell you the nature of a thing. That's number one. Number two, in, in, the, in the final version of the bill, because remember, this bill got warded down. I'm going to read to you the final version of the bill. This is the one 
that Democrats said, all right, Tim, all right, Senator Scott, here's our watered down version. The part that you're talking about says, this bill will limit qualified immunity as a defense to liability in a private civil action against a law enforcement officer. Why is that problematic? It only limits it and one of the ways it would have limited it is by having a judge make the decision to set aside qualified immunity. So even in the final version of the bill, it did not eliminate qualified immunity. It only provided an opportunity for someone to make a decision case by case. And then thirdly, dear brother, when we say, well, this is going to be a problem, a bunch of 1-800 numbers, lawyers are going to say, call me, you're damn right, they should. If the police are breaking the law, you should have proper representation. Medical doctors, hold on dear brother, medical doctors, they have the same liability standards. They're a licensed profession, psychiatrists, same liability standards. They are a licensed profession. So why can't cops have that same standard, dear brother? Because when I go to a doctor, my dear brother, I am not, I'm going to the doctor. The doctor's not dragging me away that I'm kicking and screaming, not wanting to. No one wants to be arrested, my dear brother. Most people who get arrested, most people get arrested, don't want to be arrested. So there's going to be an interaction between the officer and the person being arrested by virtue of the fact that most people don't want to be arrested. But, so but I hold, on, hold on, hold okay. on, I'll let you talk. So the other part of it is Clarence Thomas of all people, you know, the person that you guys call names is the one who is pushing loudly about qualified immunity. And he's pushing back against it. Forget the origin of a thing because I know everything from your standpoint goes back to slavery, racism, or white supremacy. But no, the fact Everything hold on, hold on, but Clarence Thomas doesn't like qualified immunity. And, yeah. the virtue, and the reason why most conservatives don't like it Good. as a premise is because it doesn't tie into conservatism and the idea of small government and freedom. However, yeah. that being said, when you talk about limited qualified immunity, it's still going to expand. I'm not saying that's why Republicans are against the Georgia Reform Act. That's the the Democrats watered it down. I think if you take it out completely, it will pass. I think that's the hang up based on what I'm hearing from people. But I also believe this, the George Floyd Act, just like body cams, when you guys got all excited about body cams, when Eric Holder put put forth those uh, that law right now, it means that George Floyd Act will be nothing towards police brutality. It's not gonna stop it. It's it, bad police are gonna still be bad police. You'll okay. be able to get paid off of it because you'll be a newly minted lawyer. So you'll be able to collect a million dollar settlement out of it, but it's not gonna change anything. Bad police are bad police. All we right. need to get rid of them completely. All right, so let me respond to that. Uh, number <laughs> one, this is an industry standard. If you want to get rid of bad actors within a particular industry, you have to enact new rules and you have to enforce them. Or you have to dogmatically enforce the rules that you have not enforced. There's a cultural dynamic that has to transform in order for your conclusion to even happen. So that's one. Let me go back to a dynamic connected to police reform in America. You're right on the sentiment that the vast majority of Republicans, Republican voters in particular, are for police reform. As a matter of fact, 96% of Americans are for some level of police reform. It is the one item, one of the very few items where everybody is pretty much in agreement that reform needs to take place. However, the police unions don't want reform. The police officers do not typically want reform. 
even though the sentiment is expressed by the majority of Americans. You don't see a congruent reaction inside of the industry of policing that matches the sentiment of the average voter. That is a problem, dear brother, is it not? Of course it is, of course it is. We pay their salaries, so of yeah. course it is a problem. But I think we can get to police reform if we can have a normal conversation around it and not, I would say, republicanize or or democrat, democrat demonize the teams of negotiating so, so let's this. Do this. I think, we only got one I think minute. we'll get to police reform. All right, we got one minute left. So out of the George Floyd Act, the Policing and Accountability Act, Aside from the qualified immunity standard, which by the way, has a lot of ambiguity, different ways you can do it, case by case basis, etc. Right. We know it doesn't eliminate qualified immunity, it's still there. Yeah. Set that aside, do you have a problem with anything else in the bill? Not really, the only thing is the, the list, the massive the database. list of that, the database. I think I, that's I the most, that's one of the on, most transparent on, things about the bill, go ahead. I, I love that part of the bill. My problem is I want it to only be when an officer is actually found guilty or found uh, uh, um, uh, punishable by grand jury, judge, whatever. I don't want it to be a list of officers who've been accused by some perp that he beat him up in a jail cell one time and now he's in some database. That's my only concern. I know what databases look like when they start off with all good intentions. And this is a good intention, I love the database idea. I just wanna make sure it doesn't tie up accusations and mix accusations up with actual behavior. Just wait a minute, That's my brother. Thing. Okay, so here's my response to that. Because I know 99% of all police officers are good people. All right, so hell no, I definitely don't believe 99%, number yeah. one. Yeah. But let me let me make it very clear. Uh, less than 1% of the civilian population will ever give the police some level of aggression during an arrest, less than 1%. Also, if you don't want them to have a database that includes the um, charge or what someone has said. Remember, your charges are still on your record. My charges I, are still on my, like whatever we're charged with is still right. on our record, I even totally, if we've never been I, convicted. I totally, so why I totally is it, dear, dear brother, when a civilian charges a cop, right. you don't want that on their record? Because I know there's a financial incentive for the civilian to charge the cop. There's what? a financial there's well, an incentive we, for the cop to charge and overcharge black folk. Well, that's that's not the cop. The cop, the cop doesn't necessarily charge you. The DA oh, or the prosecutor charges brother, you. That, there you is know a that. Charging you docket. know that. When Cops I go, have when the I go, ability to create the charging to, docket from the go. And when you I go to and, and when I go to court and I say yes, your honor, what's it? Oh, you're fined two hundred dollars. I pay the two hundred dollars and I keep it moving. All right. It's off. My, it's off my thing. I'm just saying that's my only problem. I'm okay. not saying I'm against this. I'm saying that's my only issue. All right. Um, they can see your background, I wanna see theirs. I appreciate you, dear brother. Thank you for coming uh, yes on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. My brother. Love you, brother. Love you back, man.